Welcome to the Everton Onway podcast. My name is John. I'm joined by Dave and Shane, and, and hopefully a few others can join us. But if not, I can understand. Um, <laughs> well, we have to, I suppose, talk about it. Um, Everton won, Newcastle four, and he had one disallowed as well. It could have been five. And, you know, I was going to go through it, Dave, the way we do it. And, you know, we break it down and we say, oh, this player played and how oh, this player played and talk about the goal that was disallowed for Calvert-Lewin and stuff, but it doesn't matter in the end. It does not matter. Um, you know, there's there's only so much you can do as fans. Um, we've seen the welcome before the game with the coach, the effort that the fans put in to, to create this atmosphere, and the players reacted in the first 10 minutes. And I thought, okay, we're off to a good start here, but it, it quickly died down. Um, you know, the the more, more time went on, the, the more anxious the fans were getting and the players' energy levels dropped uh, and Newcastle just got a foothold in the game then. And as soon as that first goal went in, mate, I, I was thinking that's it then because how are we even going to score one, never mind two or three? And I don't know how you were feeling, mate, after the first, um, you know, 10 minutes or so. Um, um, yeah, I was, I was feeling pretty optimistic. Um I mean, Jesus, to to just sum it all up, it feels like, you know, you just went to a funeral. Yeah. That's how, that's how that 90 minutes, that 90 minutes feels. It's, it's, you were at a funeral there. Mm-hmm. Um, at 1-0 down, I thought we could still get back in it, to be honest with you. I thought we were playing well enough, creating some good chances. I thought yeah. Calvert Lewin was looking sharp. Um, yeah. Service to him just wasn't, wasn't nearly what it needed to be, though, was it? You know, like... Yeah. Just he, and he's the only one in the box when that service does come in. Mm. Um, but that's you know when 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 it went two 0 down, I said that's that you know it all. I was pretty optimistic that we could get three points and that we could get ourselves out of this and yeah, and and kind of stay up this season. But now it's you know at at two 0 it it all comes crashing down and yeah. then um to to actually hit something and, and, and score a goal, whether it be a fluke or not. I think it was a fluke probably, right? Yeah. And then to just concede, what, 30 seconds after is just, you know, just makes it all the worse. And, and it all comes crashing down. It's a realization that the players aren't good enough. Um, mm. Sean Dyche obviously hasn't been good enough. I think, you know, he had a lot on his hands, but I, I, I can't seem to wrap my head around some of the selections in terms of, you know, like – why are you going for Godfrey there? You know, yeah. we, you know what I mean? I mean, he, he didn't play well against Fulham. No. Last time out he started and I mean, he was, he was at fault for a few of those goals. No doubt about it. And at least three, think, at least. Yeah. I can't, I can't get my head around it, John. Like, is it, he's, he's more of, he's more senior to, to Nathan Patterson or something of the sort. And I don't, I don't think, you know, because you know we, we've seen it last week with the Holgate situation Dice refused to change it and look how that turned out again the same this week refused to change it look how it turned out and that's just um that's it though like uh you look at Newcastle and and it's hard not to look at them with a little bit of bitterness and a little bit of yeah I, I wouldn't say I wouldn't go as far to say hatred maybe envy or something of the sort but yeah I mean look at that Isaac like that's that's what they have, and that's why they won that match. They're four to one 
you know, like they have a little bit of quality in, in the final third and, and they make it count with creativity and with goals, which is what wins your football matches at the end of the day. And yeah, just, we, we don't have any of that. It's, and, and I think it's more telling because I, I was pretty pleased with their, even after going one nil down, I was pretty pleased with, um, you know, the, the efforts of the, of the players, maybe it was a different story after we went two or three goals down, but mm. Uh, you know, until two nil, I was pretty pleased with the efforts, but it was just a serious lack of quality, particularly in the final third. That is gonna is is gonna cost us in the end, and you know that's yeah, it's down to investment, isn't it? And and adding absolutely nothing in the January yep. transfer window, and not replacing Richarlison. It's you know like I thought we could do it at the beginning of the match. I really did, and. Now I think my any optimism is gone, and and I it's truly came crashing down all at once. I think that we are, you know, I don't hesitate because it's like there's still points left, but I can't I can't see us coming back from this. I think no, we're gone. The board's at fault. Mm-hmm. Um, the players haven't done us any favors. Yeah, as of lately, I think Sean Dyche probably hasn't done us any favors. Yep. You know, a lot of people are to blame and. The one thing I would say that you could take from today is that the, the fans are, are definitely not to blame, you know, yeah, if they're all, but it, it it just comes to a point where you need to see something on the pitch mm-hmm. a little bit more than just effort. You need to see a, a, a little bit of quality somewhere in that final third. And yeah, we just don't have it. And listen, this is, this has been a terminal decline and, you know, there was only one way it was going to end up. And all I would say is, you know, Bill Kenwright, he's he's got his little movie here. And, you yeah. know, it's a tragedy is what it is, is what it's turned out to be. So, you know, those those are my overriding thoughts. And, you know, it's – I don't I, – we're gone. There's – I mean, not even a miracle could save us now, you know. Yeah. yeah three, win, three, three wins and a draw probably is what you you need to keep us up from five matches. Can't see it myself. I, I – I honestly think we'll lose the the rest of our matches and we'll probably go down without a whimper. And to be honest with you, that might that might be it for Everton. We'll, we yeah. will free fall and probably eventually go into administration. And that's what I mean. I mean, it feels like tonight, if you can't do it at Goodison Park under the lights, regardless yeah. of an regardless of the opposition, if an Everton team can't turn up at Goodison Park under the lights against any opposition in the whole world. I don't care who they are. Mm. And I don't care what Everton players are on the pitch. If they can't do it against that opposition on that night under the lights, then there's no hope. There's no, there's no chance. So, um, yeah, it'll be uh, a lot of worrisome nights for a lot of blues, I'm sure. But terminal decline and Bill Kenwright's got his tragedy. That's all yeah, I can say. Absolutely, mate. It's... um. As you say, it's been coming, uh, and that was the top hat on it. That was the final straw for for me, and I think a lot of the fans as well, and especially the effort that they put in. You know, one thing that we can say is the fans, as you said, you know, they, they can hold their head, heads up high for the way they've acted this season uh, with the stupid games from this board that we've had to deal with on top of the sheer football. So, yeah, it's, it's just shocking. Um, Shane, we'll, we'll talk about the game a, a little bit and I just want to touch on Dice mate because 
as I said with Dave there, we saw it last week, his stubbornness to change Holgate, got him sent off. He done it today with Godfrey. But he brings Sims on a 3-0 down. And his loyalty to certain players, mate, has is, 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 is ruined us as much as his crap coaching and tactics. And, you know, it's ridiculous. Like, it, I can't understand some of the decisions they're doing. It. And, and if we were to, if we are to try and get out of the championship, we need a better manager than Dice to do it. That's how I feel anyway. I don't know how you feel, Shane. Yeah. Uh, I wanted them in when we were without a manager and, um, you know, different people on the podcast had different... You know, well, we know Andrew wanted Bielsa and stuff. Um, yeah. I just, I, from the point we're at now, I just don't think that anybody would have sorted these players. Uh, and we've said before, I mean, it can't be like eight managers' faults, but... Mm. On you know the other side of it is like you say he's Keane shouldn't have been in the squad even though uh, um you know he's had flashes of some okay performances or whatever but the the strand of games he went on with the goals conceded um you know Godfrey uh, another one that shouldn't have been seen again after probably the Fulham game yeah. Um, and again, it's you know, it's the same with Patterson. Patterson, sorry, is what we've been you know asking or thinking about with Vanagre. Like, why, why isn't he getting into the squad? Like, the, you know, if he's injured, tell us. You know, if he's not fit, tell us. Yep. Um, you can't say that he's not as good. He, he's a he's an outright right back, so you can't say that he's not as good at right back if if that's the problem. Yeah. As um as Godfrey or Holgate. Hmm. Um, it's baffling, it really is. Um, go ahead, mate. Sorry. No, it's uh, yeah. It's both. It's both sides for me. I just don't think anybody would have fixed it. But then he hasn't helped himself, like you say. So yeah. Um. He, yeah. The fact that we were only looking at you know Geis and Bielsa is is damning in itself. You know the the board get exactly what they deserve for this shit. Um. You know seven Dice's last ten games, he's got seven points. Um, which is just not good enough. So how the hell do we hire someone this bad? Um, and it just shows, you know, no manager now wanted to touch us with the barge pole, and Dice was the only one who badly wanted the job. And the board get exactly what they deserve. Um, you know, but you know, Bill thinks that we're succeeding somehow, and he and he sticks two fingers up at the fans with some stupid statement last week. So mm. you know, but but you get, you know, you survive relegation by the skin of your teeth. You signed Tarkowski and McNeil, two players that were already relegated with Burnley last season. You signed them, then you sell Richarlison, your best player, then you sell Gordon, and then you sign Mopay on top of that, and the manager that relegated Burnley last season. What do you expect? You know what I mean? You're going to be in this position. People wonder why we're in this mess. That's why. You know, we're the worst board in the league, worst owner, worst chairman, worst manager, worst players. It's no surprise, like... But this, the thing that, that worries me now is, you know, it's it's the stadium. Like, imagine we, we bought a brick for the stadium and having to rent that, and we don't even own the stadium. We're having to rent it. And we've say, it's it's not happening. I, I don't mean to cut you off, John, but it, it won't happen. It won't happen. It, it, happen, won't mate. happen. it wouldn't surprise me. It's, 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 it's not going to happen. Uh, like, I mean, I haven't really, I've been more concerned about, safety which is you know yeah. obviously a talent thing and mm. things like that's gone i don't the stadium won't happen 
you know, I, I don't think it's going to happen. And uh, like, I genuinely think that we will be in administration in mm. two years. Yeah. I think that we will be, especially if, the, especially if the people at the top are like Everton will have to restart. Everton will like, I don't mean to be so dramatic, but Everton will likely have to restart in the national league. Mm. I really do mean that, that that's, that's where I, see it and that's it what i mean bad, like yeah. that's that's why for me tonight was like a funeral it's mm. it very emotional you know what i mean big mm. time yeah i think um as well like we're sitting on the fact that we don't know whether we're getting a points deduction or these big fines and stuff as well so yeah we could get relegated and then get handed uh, a point deduction like derby and then the start of the season you're already relegated so yeah um it's like I, I think the stadium will get I think it'll get built either way. It's just whether it, we play in it mm. or like you say that we, we end up having to rent it, which obviously hasn't worked out favourably for other clubs in the championship. Is it Coventry, I think, is it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um but it wouldn't surprise me if it got built and then some you know, big business person comes in and buys it, and then it's just a second uh, MS Bank Arena sort of thing. I, I, I just, yeah, you know what I mean? It's, I, I don't know, but um, on top of all the things that you were saying there before about the worst board and stuff like that, it's the, the highest paid board. And we've put, I think, uh, figure, figure wise, I think we're probably one of the like our players are probably the some of the highest paid players in the league as well, yeah, yeah, Out, outside of the. Obviously, the top six where they're paying them like four hundred grand a week, but you know you you've got Mina who's on I think one hundred and twenty thousand pound a week, and it mm. come out the other day that uh, he's under no circumstances signed the contract and he's going to South America. Yeah. Um. It's but it's it's like Dave said there. It was like I I I haven't seen the game. I just I said before the game. Um, I was being negative about it or realistic, if you want to call it that. I thought it was going to be another game for Newcastle that was like Spurs, yeah. uh, which it almost was until the offside goal at the end, which I haven't seen. Was, was it offside? Uh, I don't know. I, I stopped watching at that point. Honestly, yeah. as soon as the third went in, that was it for me. Couldn't be asked. What's the point? Like? I, was, I was in work, which isn't, it's, you know, you turn two corners, you're at my work from Goodison. And, yeah. Um, Again, you can't you can't blame the fans for for leaving the stadium early. Um, there was seas often from like at twenty fifteen minutes before the end. Mm. Um, you know, look look at Tottenham the other day. Apparently, they've reimbursed the ticket sales. Uh, yeah. for the loss. I mean, it's you know, whatever way you want to see that, it's never going to happen from our club. Um, yeah. No. It's mental. It's it's absolutely mental. Tottenham are putting out statements like that, like like it's the end of the world, like and they're sitting in fifth place or something at the moment. Like if that's the end of the world, then you know, I'd love to be well, in that position. Like yeah, it's in times like these that we're in now that it's like you sort of um, you know, realize how privileged the other supporters and teams are. Yeah. You know, as as good as Arsenal have been this season, they're, they're probably going to finish second now, and like the the you know they're acting like it's the end of the world. A lot of them, um, yeah, you know some Liverpool fans maybe with the position that they're in, Chelsea, yeah, uh, you know how, how many 
players they've bought and you know the in Champions League football and stuff like that. But mm. I think I think with us it's been like a there's a, a catalogue of errors where yeah. you know even if if one of those errors weren't made it would have made it you know a smidge easier for us mm. coming coming into the end uh, this season. Um, but then they've just been adding up, like Dave was saying there, uh, and and yourself, like lose with Charleston, don't replace him. That's one. Yeah. Um. You know, you sell Gordon, you don't bring anybody in in January. Every yep. other team strengthens. Mm. Um. And know, these signings. Yeah. Sorry, these, uh, the, no, yeah, these signings that these other clubs uh, picked up in January that started to look like they wasn't going to take effect, like the the lads that we were after. Yeah. Um, that that Bournemouth and and that got um, you know, yep. look at them now. They've just won tonight, and it doesn't even look like they're going to be involved in the bottom three. So, no. um, so. And then when you do uh, bring a striker in, it's Mopay, and you miss the first six games. You throw away six games at the start of the season without a striker, and then you when you do bring one in, it's fucking Neil Mopay on the last day or something. Fucking disgusting. And even then, it's you know we've we've been playing games. With him on the bench and then Gray up front. Yeah. You know, we bring Sims back, he doesn't get into the side straight away, and then he's coming in and out of the side. And, you know, feel sorry for the lad myself, to be honest, because he hasn't just been given a run of games. You well, don't know that the lad. He played him yeah. at Old Trafford and then left him out at Fulham at home. Like, it, that's just backwards. Yeah, the same with the Liverpool game as well. I mean, I was saying that he should have played in that game, but then, you know, you could say that the the occasion was too big for him, maybe throwing him in, but the position that we're in, we haven't got a choice. Mm. Um, and you know, if you just threw him in and give him a string of games, you don't know. We, you yeah. know, you you've got that big big lad up front, and you know, it's a better player than Mopai or having a winger up front in grey on his own. Yeah. Um. Even tonight, you know, doesn't bring him on until we're three 0 down. Like, what's the point in that? Yeah. And and it's 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 other stuff as well that you're seeing, you know, like like with Tottenham, um, with Richardson, he was, I'd say it was, you know, the fans first and foremost. Then I'd say it was Richardson and Pickford that kept us up last season. Yeah. Um, and Richardson goes to Spurs. He's not getting any games at all. He's not getting a string of games to get going. And then you know they they're losing to Newcastle. I think he come on a five nil. Yeah, you know, it's... Yeah. it's stupid. It really is. Um, you know, Dice has been abysmal. He's been almost as bad as Lampard, if not worse, in some ways. Um, you know, that stubbornness is, is to his certain players is just ruined us. And I'm still waiting to see any sort of tactical nous from him that he said he had when you know before we got him. And there's nothing. It, you can't convince me that it's any different to what Dunk would have done. It's the same. Just expecting players to run through brick walls and expecting that to win you the game. It does not work. It's only so, you know, it can only get you so far. And, okay, he hasn't had much to deal with with the squad, but at the same time, he was hired on the basis that he could get the most out of the squad. Well, I'm not seeing I'm not seeing any evidence of that. Um, I think um, we... we... We're coming to see that, like you know, it's been a slap in the face. There's levels to this now. Yeah, big time. Um, you know, 
for so long it was like you had your top six and then everybody else was just you know there or thereabouts or whatever it changed each season now it's like from you know obviously you've still got your it's probably a seven now with Newcastle um you know your villas look at Villa get rid yep. of Gerard yep. get in a proper coach mm. they've went from bottom of the league to being fifth in the league now yeah and that's what I say Dice you know to, is better manager than Lampard is but there's levels to it mm. um, you know you, you look at other even like Leeds getting that, that Spanish fella in as well you know you're taking a risk on him like you said before we had Dyson Bielsa in the shortlist and you could stand back and look at both of them and say it's not going to work for either of them but Dyson's yeah. the best of a bad bunch and the one that's unemployed and is going to take the job yeah well yeah he badly wanted it um, Bielsa as you say mate there's no guarantee that would have worked um, but at the same time you know, he's the one who, who said he wanted to make changes. Daesh was the, was the one who was saying he was happy with everything. And guess who gets the job? It just shows you, like, if that's all you've got to deal with. And again, this comes back down to the Thelwell debate, mate. You know, if mm. he's having any say, you can't convince me that there wasn't another manager out there than just these two drips. Do you know what I mean? Like, you've got to be able to pull something out the bag. How can Villa can attract Emery? I mean, all right, they're in a better state than us and a lot healthier, fair enough. But at the same time, you you know, you, you could have gotten something other than Dice and Lampard for being your last two managers. Because what about last summer? It was was the manager not available? You know, then when when we still had Lampard, and and then again back to the board. You know, not sacking him after the Bournemouth thing. We we talk about it so often, but these are the things that's absolutely pull us in the in the mud right now. Like just stupid, stupid mistakes from the board. That's what I say. Where it's these. You know, like you say there with, with Lampard after Bournemouth and then um keeping him in for the whole of the international like the World Cup and yeah. Like you say that there's two mistakes and then you give him till Southampton and I'll I'll hold my hands up. I said give him that one extra game sort of thing. Even that so was the to... end of January, like he'd already had the yeah. full month. Yeah. So and I've tried to be, you know, when we've had the pods and we spoke about Thelwell as well, like trying to be like play devil's advocate in a way, but being more positive in that. I I just see it as with with then like with Dice, yeah, you're only gonna get so much from him. We probably haven't got what we thought we were gonna get from it, but yeah. then it's like you can't blame him, like I say, because of the age of the managers, and then it's like with Thelwell. He's gonna he's gonna take on some of the blame. We don't know what that blame even can be because we don't know. We don't even know what money we've got or haven't got or how much debt we're in. We're just you know reading what we can and taking yeah. that for the you know, face value. So he could have been under restraints where he's just basically being told, "Listen, you deal with what you've got to deal with." Where he's brought these staff in, but you're not going to be signing anyone. Yeah, dice dice comes in like you say, and he's probably been told we're not going to sign anybody. We've got no money, so um, yeah. if you if we're going to take you on, then you've got that to deal with. And obviously, he's turned out and said, "Yeah." And like you and Graham said at the time, he's sitting on the fence and he's playing to uh to corporate sort of company friendly sort of thing, like yeah. with his answers and interviews. And then it was only up until the Fulham game where. Even then, it was sort of light-hearted sort of thing where he turned out and said that the play that's the first time, I think he said, the players hadn't stuck to the plan and given what he was asking for. Yeah. Um. But I, I, I said, 
I was optimistic optimistic before the Fulham game. We lost the Fulham game. And then I didn't think we'd be Palace because, you know, I thought we were going to because of the run they were in with Vieira. And we went into the game where Hodgson, I think you'd, you'd said the stat where Hodgson had won more games in two weeks than Dice had since he'd yeah. been here. Yeah. Um, and then obviously we got the draw there, which you'd have, at, you know, before the game, you'd have probably have took it, but then looking at the rest of the games, you should be winning that game. Yeah. Um, I, Newcastle, think, I think it's gone, I, mate. I think yeah. it's gone. I do. No, I... yeah, I've said for a while, and, and, and I'm not... And After this game now and the results and stuff, I'm not sitting here like being like I told you so to people who thought we'd stay up. Yeah. Um, uh, I, but it's... Uh, last season... Uh, you could call it, um, you know, privileged or whatever you want. But I just had, I was just convinced that we'd stay up. You know, no matter what bad things was happening or you know what player got injured or who we didn't have or who we played, yeah. I just thought there's no way that this club goes down. There's no way. And yeah. then, like you say, it's it's the seed got planted and it's been creeping in since that Bournemouth, that second Bournemouth game, and then yeah. You know, with Lampard, look at Lampard now. I mean, it's Chelsea. They, they, they could end up being like jokes aside. They could be, you know, fighting to get out of that third relegation spot because I, he's another one you can't see him win another game. No. Um. But no, it's, it's, yeah, it was mm. just last season. I was convinced, and then now, like from then, it was just like I've taught. There's nothing like I say before going back. Like all these mistakes, they all add up. Mm. And there's there's just no way that no way, and no player, no person, no manager that can pull us out of this position now. And like Dave said before, it's just going to be free fall now. I think, and I've yeah. said that I've, I said that last season when I first come on the podcast. Mm. I said that if, when we were fighting and we got to the Palace game, I said if we go down this season or we go down, it'll be like Sunderland where we free fall. Yeah. It but will. then it's even worse than that now because of the financial position that we're in. And then, like mm-hmm. I say before, we're, we're sitting on the fact that we don't know whether we're going to get this points deduction. So yeah. it could be like Derby. It's yeah. fucking... It's true. You're right, I think mate. the 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 most frustrating thing about it all has just been that the, the com- like no communication at all on any front about anything at all. Mm. Financially, yeah. players, you know... It's just everything, like it's, and then you just don't know what's going on, and you're just taking it for face value. And like you said before, and I'll say as well, like big ups to the the Everton fans who can go to them away games as well. Like, what is it? Was is it twenty six games with one one win? Like fucking, yeah, it's ridiculous. You know, the money, the money they put into the club themselves, and they do it for the like the love of the game and the club. Yeah. But it's fucking, it's been took away from. Them. From them and from us now, so yeah, there's only so much you can do as a fan, mate. You know, without getting on the pitch yourself and and doing it yourself. You know what I mean? There's there's only so much you can do. And I'm just I'm seeing clips here of uh, this was at four one down. You know, and Isaac picks the ball up on the halfway line. There he goes past Gay and Keane and Godfrey, and then they score. And all right, it's disallowed the fifth one, but none of them look asked. You know, and and I said on on the podcast last week or the other day. The players will go home and they won't be bothered. They won't. This won't bother them one bit. They, they don't give a shit. And I'm even seeing quotes there from um, 
Ben Godfrey at the end of the game, and and you know he's he's saying like the fans were unbelievable. They're doing their bit now. It's down to us. Well, how the fuck did that turn out for you? You big fucking wardrobe. He got rinsed left, right, and centre all game, and you know I'm sick sick to death of these stupid quotes from. And he's you know smirking in the interview and stuff. I I, I never want to see him in a shirt ever again. He's fucking dog shit. Was that but, the um, one before the game? I don't know if it I was before was, the game. I think yeah, I think was it, it was before, before was the it? game. Yeah. Oh right, I thought it was. But I mean, it goes to show you as well, like they're the bringing the coach, like the coach welcome back, like that's where it's got to now. After yeah. them saying, you know, and all these little minor things, like the like the smoke bombs and stuff, and then yet they're putting it on the Twitter and putting it on the boards inside the ground and on promo videos and stuff, and demonising us and you know, like demonising the fans for chasing players down and all this mm. shit and, um. Listen, they, these players, no, they don't they don't look arsed, but they fucking should be because it's not as if like they're a team where like a Leicester for argument's sake, where if they go down, there's clubs that are gonna be all over them players to take. Yeah. No. These players would struggle would, would not even get in like I was saying before, this like it's different levels now. Yeah. And the players that they've brought in, the other clubs around us, they th- those players don't get into them teams. No. Apart from probably if one of them, like a Forest or someone, picks up Calvert Lewin, Pickford probably goes to a big club like like yeah. Tottenham if they get rid of Loris or United if they get rid of uh, De Gea or Sitham out or whatever. Yeah. Um. But like you know, our better players this season, like, like McNeil since Dice has come in, is like picked up. But who, who's he going to be playing for? Mm. Who's Tar- Tarkovsky as well? They're all going to be if they get a team in these bottom. These bottom like teams as yeah. well again, yeah. Or or they'll be fucking off to like Turkey, like Delhi Alley and Nathan Redmond and all that. I've done. Do yeah. you know what I mean? So not just the first sh- team players, mate. The kids as well. Like, what message did this send to them? They won't want to stick around this shit and you know the toxicity that's floating around the, the the club at this time. We've already seen it with Price, you know. And why why would people want to be here? They they wouldn't, you know. And I'm just. I've just seen a st- someone's put this on Twitter and it's making me even more angry, to be honest. The last game before the World Cup was November the 12th. Um, so that's between November the 12th and the end of January. That's 80 days or something stupid to get a, to recruit a striker, um, which is just fucking madness, the fact that we didn't get one. And then on February the 1st, when we got the new manager, and he, he's saying you know, they were making calls and, and trying to work hard behind the scenes. It's just a fucking joke, you know. The the club have been sleepwalking in the dark into oblivion, and finally they've bumped into a brick wall in in the hallway, and the shit in the pants, and the fucking they're a joke. They're an absolute disgrace. They've driven this board, this club, into the ground, and they still think they're fucking succeeding. They still think they're doing a good job. It's it's a joke, you know. It we've put up with this chairman for nearly twenty five years. And what it become a fucking laughing stock? Twenty five yeah. years we put up with this shit, and every single one of them years we've deteriorated. This is just it's it's embarrassing. Um, it's bad on all fronts for the fans because it's like you know for, for your older fans who have seen a, a successful Everton, yeah, of what like you said over those you know over the past like 20 years or 15 years if you want to say of what's that slow decline but then you've got yeah you know kit, like I, I, i've got a daughter myself i don't force her into football but i put her in everything kits but 
you know, yeah. f- from like that age of like four or five where they start to play football up until like young teenagers now, all they've seen is that decline. Yeah. Exactly. Like all they've had is just it's just bad. And it was like I was saying on the on the other podcast where it was like till you look up the table and you see how many games been played and how many points they've got and then you realise that the little amount of points you're on and you think you sit back and you think we've gone all season watching this and not picking up nothing but then yeah you still you still because like, because you love the club you you still sat there watching it or you're still going to the game you're going to the away games or you know we still buy the shirts and all this stuff it's yeah it's it, it, it's it's hard and, and it's you know this board is like you say, they've just they've driven into the ground and the, the scariest thing for me now, you know, if we're saying it's done and we're going down, the scariest thing for me, like I said on the other podcast as well, like repeating myself, is that it scares me that Bill's got that ego where he'll stay there thinking he'll bring us back up. Oh yeah, he will. He's been there twenty five years. He he wants the hero story now, he's not gonna let go now. He's not. I think he's, it's he's it's gone this. past that threshold of him being able to go when yeah. when it was at its peak, you know, on social social media, on on mainstream media of, of all these protests and stuff, when they were at the the peaks of the powers, if you want to yeah. call it, that and he could have went with a bit of le- dignity. Yeah, if they'd have left then, and somebody would have come in, and then like, so, could there could have been like a plaster put over it for the time being, but yeah, you know, it, it's been left till now, and now it's sort of gone past that threshold where it's like, well, if you've gone past the point of no return, basically. Mm-hmm. And there's there's like basically no point in leaving until it's completely done. Where yep. they said before we go into administration and then they just fuck off and take the losses and yep. and run with it. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's just disgraceful. And I'm seeing another stat here. Um, Sean Dyche, his last ten games, won one, drawn four, lost five, conceded twenty. Frank Lampard's last ten games, won one, drawn two, lost seven, conceded seventeen. Benitez's last 10 games, 1-1, drawn 2, lost 7, conceded 20. All three of them managers are specialists in failure and you've managed to hire them consecutively, one after the other. What the fuck is this club like? It's stupid was, like that. I was watching something yesterday and... and, and um, I, don't, I don't know if you know, the, the, like the kick-off the show, I know you'll know that... The, you know, the, the main presenter on it's a Newcastle fan. They had another Newcastle fan and a yeah. United and an Arsenal fan. They, it was when they were watching the, the Arsenal City game. Everyone got brought up into the conversation. And he was saying, like, you know, Benitez has been has been successful in the past and he failed there, as have other managers that have been there. And they, were talk, they went on to a tangent about Lampard, the fact he shouldn't have even got the derby job. Yeah, uh, he got given the, the it's the same as probably Gerard. These players, apart from like you seeing, you know Arteta, but he's worked at it before. He's got given a manager's job with being yeah. under Pep company mm. as well. Like it was probably before he even retired, was probably getting his badges and stuff. And then obviously it's worked out for him with yeah. whatever he does. I haven't watched Burnley, but you're sitting there and you like I'm pissed off at it. I'm like what the fuck, like you, you try, but then you but then you turn like you realize like. Not about the managers because Benitez, we didn't want him and he shouldn't have happened. Lampard, yeah, but he shouldn't have happened as well. But we we took to the idea it worked out in the end at the end of the season last season, but it, it didn't. But 
some of the stuff like that that now gets said about Everton that we've always, you know, argued against it's all right now and it's like that's the depressing thing about it. Yeah. <laughs> um and yeah. the Newcastle fans and the sat there and saying, Oh, look look what they done to Gordon. They, they chased him out the uh, out out of the city and for him to come to us and fucking, look look that's another thing, look at Anthony Gordon now. Fucking mm. you know, whether he's played or not, he's been shit or not, and now what he cost, he's fucking sat there laughing his tits off now because he's got out oh, of yeah. He posted a picture uh, after the game there, you know, celebrating with the Newcastle players in the dressing room and fucking gobshite he is. But um yeah, Lampard mate, you know, just going back to him there, he's on course to be the first manager ever to be sacked twice in one season with two different teams. Fucking shite and this board as you say, it's it's been coming for years. It, it has, it really has, and we've been flirting with relegation for some time now. Um, and unfortunately, that time is up, and I can't mm. see any way back from this now. Um, two away games on the bounce now, and then Man City at home. There's, there's no going back. Like it's too late. It's too late. And this squad and this manager and this board will not get us back up. It's 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 a cert. Um Well, even the squad. Most of them, like we've said before, most of them will be gone because of the. I think that there's a wage cap, isn't there, in the championship? Yeah. And so the wages that the all the stupid wages that they're on. Yeah. There's probably going to only be a select amount of players, the likes of like your Sims and your your, your Tom Davis, even though he's out of contract, and plays Coleman, like that. That'll be able to play in that league anyway. And then obviously the one, they're not good enough, and then two, it's you know. Uh, yeah. they, they'll either just get off anyway or like yeah. I say with the wage cap but big time they can all go honestly I I, I think I've said like recently maybe that there's probably only Pickford that I would be asked about you know up until now if we're getting relegated but if he left yeah. mm-hmm. after Richarlison left there was no players there like, like I said yeah. for like kids to look up to or to no. you know, who are you getting on the back of your shirt Mm. I know. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Car- like, who were kids getting on the back of the shirt? Carver Loon was fucking out for most of the season with his injuries, not his fault or whatever you want to say. Yeah. You know, but then he. Who the- he oh, nah, because something. he's a new signing. He's yep. going to be gone. Yeah, big time, yeah. Well, the players that are out of contract who are leaving at the end of the season Cody, because he's on loan, Decore, Mina, Coleman, Davis, Vinagre, Townsend, Begovic, Lonergan. And then obviously if, if Onana leaves and, and we sell Pickford and, and Calvert-Lewin, that's the entire squad more or less. And don't get me wrong, I'm, I'm glad to see some of them gone. But at the same time, if you're looking for players to try and pull you back up from the championship, they've got some experience there. Um, but now we're just going to be relying on kids because we still won't have any money to spend in the championship. As you said, the wage the wage cap and you know everything's different financially there. So... If you if you yeah, them players it, and you can't bring anyone in, what you do? Yeah, and and you know, fucking hell, you need a striker. Okay, well, there's a striker who's been bagging goals for Preston in the championship. Yeah, you got Tom. That's what they'll. That's what they'll be like. Tom yeah. Cannon comes back, then you have got Dobbins. Who, as far as I haven't really looked into what he's, uh, you know, I've only seen on social media, but he seems to have had an okay season. Um, mm-hmm. but you know. With them players leaving, and if you were to be left with what you've got, you know, you say Onana probably got sold, and 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 Pickford with what you're left with, it's not a, 
they're not conditioned anyway physically no. for the Premier League and the Championships are a longer and harder league. Yep, it is. And you know, mentally, like you say, like you know, for the the longevity of the the season as well, like yep. you know, and this is a squad that goes out of cups typically, like really early, so they're Easily. only left with Premier League games. Easily. Um, and then week to week, we're left with you know players out all the time through injury and whatever else. So yeah, this is why I say like you, you, we're saying now it's done getting relegated, but then that's when then you've got to either you've got to or you can start thinking about well if we're in the championship, I just I just stay there with mm-hmm. what we're going to be left with, and you know you could go into that league now. Then all them players go Pickford O'Nana gets sold. Yeah, you get slapped with a fucking twenty something point deduction. Yeah, you you're renting your stadium or we're not even in it. Like, yep. it's, it's shocking, it's, mate. It's 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 bleak. It it's is bleak. We've had the soul ripped out of us. Um, I I don't know what else to say. I'm I'm so disappointed and let down and just just lost for words. And I think I think the the words to use. You just yeah. said it. You know. We go into the games now. Pub, I mean, you can be optimistic thinking we're going to win, but it's not been like after, from the back of the two days, two seasons. It's you're going into games sort of in the back of your head thinking we're probably going to lose. Yeah, like you say, the fans have been condi- yeah, and the fans are bit. I mean, listen to the way we were talking on the podcast saying that we'll probably get a draw or a one nil win off the back of a set piece because it's dicing the players we've got. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Mm. We've been conditioned into that now. Uh, and I think, like you say, it's not like, you know, there will be some people who are fuming, like, raging after that game or any other games this season. Mm. But I think, for me, like you just said, it, it, it's disappointed, gutted, um, just emotional, emotionless, probably. Is, like, it's just... Yeah. It's, it's inevitable, it's again, like you say, it's been inevitable that it was going to happen and now it just feels like, yeah, hmm. what we ex- it's what I expected from that squad, for that scoreline to be like that. No, absolutely. It's um, it's it's too many things have gone wrong and it feels yeah. different to last season. There's nothing else that can save us and, you know, we're going around in circles, but it's, it's the only way we can try to get our words out at this point. Um. You know, I think it's finally today was the nail in the coffin tonight. Um, I, th- I kind of accepted it after the Fulham game, but then I was like still mm. living in hope. But now I feel like there's absolutely no chance. Um, yeah, just 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 upset, let down, angry, you know, disappointed, annoyed that we've been shit on by the board and and let down in such a way. It, it's disgraceful. Um. I think it's even worse because as well, like we all know what the board is and what they've done and you try and put that to the side for the end of the season for us to try and stay up and Yeah. It's not only them that we've been let down by now. It's it's them eleven players and the six like the the ones on the bench like the sixteen or eighteen, whatever, like we've yeah. been let down by them now. Mm. Um they pulled us out of it last season. with Charleston, like we say, a lot of people will say he was our talisman. We yep. haven't had them this season, and every single one of them players has let us down. Do you know what? The only player that I'll say is probably hasn't you know put a foot wrong almost is Coleman, yeah. and I feel sorry for him as well, mm. same as I did for Baines when he retired. It's fucking it's, it's our last on like the, the professional footballs, whatever. But 
Yeah. It's fucking this this stuck with the club and it's and <sighs> oh, we'll we'll run Coleman into the ground until he can't walk anymore. That's that's the situation. He'll still be playing for Everton when he's forty because this club's just. But there's a point where we were saying that we wanted to wave him off with, you know, a, a cup run or something, do you know what I mean? And now yeah, it's yeah. like, look at, you know, the longevity of him and how long he's been here and he's going to be getting waved off probably through us getting fucking relegated. Yeah, it's disgraceful. It's, uh... <laughs> As I said, mate, last week, you know, 100 plus years in the top flight and we go down when we get a new stadium. You know, only Everton would do something stupid like that. Mm. You know, we we say we're cursed and stuff. We're not cursed. It's just the way we've been ran into the ground, and it's abysmal. But yeah, it's it's disgraceful, mate. I don't know what else we can say on the matter, but we're just we're completely annoyed and you know badly let down and upset. And you know, I think it's finally sunk in to, to me and and you and everyone else that yeah. it's actually happening. Like and um, yeah, just I I just hope the but you know the. Thelwell, he's the one, you know, you're still kind of hoping that he can, if we do go down, he can do something with some kids or the way he's trying to turn the academy around and stuff. And he's the mm. only one that's got a little bit of hope. But even him, he's made some stupid decisions if he's had anything to do with Dice and, you know, Mopai and, and stuff like that. And you just, you just don't know. You, there's no one that you can say, do you know what? This guy will get me out of this mess. because No one. There's no one at the club that you can pinpoints and say this is this is the guy that we can we will follow in into war like because they fucking let us down you know what i mean every single one of them will let us down and not one of them are asked either all them board members denise sharpie ingles ken wright they'll all go home tonight and sleep like a baby i guarantee you not one of them will be bothered yeah it's disgraceful mate um and you know the other thing is as well is that you know we've been Going to derbies and you know playing against Liverpool and getting beat four five nil and you come out away from it thinking you know what we always flap it against Liverpool but like that now with every single team every single team and you know there won't be any derbies anymore we can't even watch you know the match with your your, your dad your brother your cousin your mates whatever the case may be who are Reds you can't watch that anymore the derbies are gone we're too shit to be in the division to play a derby. But yeah, anyway, appreciate your time, lad. You know, I know, I know it's tough trying to talk about this shit, but um, yeah, what can we do, eh? Um, yeah, again, mate, thanks thanks very much. And uh, Dave, thanks so much uh, again, mate, earlier on. And yeah, we'll, we'll see you in the next one. Right, lads. I just want to bend your ear for a wee second here. Do you remember a certain Turkish centre forward that played for Everton? Remember the training photos through the week you would see and it was just like hair and scalp and people used to be like, Jesus, look at that. Well, they see your three-pronged attack. See if you don't look after it. That's basically what it looks like. Not very nice. <laughs> but um, that's why over at Manscaped, we have the performance package. Now, guys, this is the real deal. I'm not even joking. This thing just can get in everywhere it really really can and it does not leave chafing have you ever messed about and used hair removal cream or you've used a premium razor thinking this will be great and then it feels like you get sandpaper on the inside of your thighs and elsewhere for the rest of the week 
well, this thing eliminates that. I'm not even joking. It feels so smooth after the cut, and even on the grow back, it does not recce. Um, I've also got the crop reviver, which can give your balls basically a fantastic boost. And as you walk around all day, it's it feels great. That's the best way to put it. Um, also, the crop preserver straight after a cut, and I tell you, it just feels good, settles everything down, and just gives you that musky man smell. You know, so you can just feel confident beating around all day with your nice shaven Tommy Gravis and Lee Carsley combo. So guys, if you order from Manscaped, you can use our code EAW20 and you can get 20% off your order and free postage worldwide. So please, once again, listen in if you'd like to support the podcast. That's it for this episode. Thank you for listening to the Everton Aren't We podcast. If you like what you've heard, then please share it with your blue friends and family, and maybe even Evertonians you just meet in the street. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, and review the show on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It really does help us. You can always catch us on Twitter by searching EAW Podcast. And if you've anything else you'd like to discuss, you can reach us via email at the EAW Podcast at gmail.com.